Hey, join us this September at React Native EU 2023, the top React Native event fueled by technology and Rebar community. Meet your open source heroes, build relationships, and simply have fun in Wrocław. Tickets are still available on the conference website, so get yours now. Hi, everyone. Hello, and welcome in the React Native Show podcast by Colstack from our Wrocław offices in Podcast Studio. <laughs> Today with me, I have my two colleagues from Colstack, uh, which are Mateusz Ulańczyk, who is our quality assurance team leader. Hello, Mateusz. How are you? Hey, Ukash. I'm good. And you? I am good. Yes. Because I'm sitting with you all today and we have such an amazing topic. I want to get into it. After I introduce my second guest, which is Szymon Rybczak, who is our open source expert. Yeah. So, hello. My name is Szymon. And I'm very happy to be here with you guys today. So, two guests, one from open source, one from quality assurance, meaning we're talking about tests in React Native. And you guys, as a representative of the team, created such an amazing tool, such a new functionality in core React Native that like, we have to talk about it. We have to promote it. We have to let people know what it is. So, what it is. <laughs> okay. It's new approach to testing uh, in the React Native core, and it's unique, it's fun, and it's really, really helping the people and everyone involved in this open source project. Okay. Yeah, so speaking high level, uh, we added end-to-end tests to Aaron Tester. If you're not familiar with Aaron Tester, Aaron Tester is an internal showcase app inside the React Native repository that the release crew or contributors checks uh, the changes. This app like, contains like all components that comes with React Native. And um, what we did is we added end-to-end tests. And maybe let's talk about why we did it. Uh Okay, we added because right now, maybe I start with that point. Okay, right now, um, the testing um, flow is looking like that. Everyone involved in the um, testing, the release version of application need to do everything manually. They need to build the application, click it through and so on. And we want to automatize that flow and we introduce the end-to-end -end automation Testing okay. framework. So, as a contributor, I make a change to React Native repository. Uh, it's influenced some components. So, I need to check those components in like tester application if they work correctly, if they don't break anything. And previously, I had to do that manually through some manual scenarios. Mm -hmm. Right now, what you've added is automation of this step. Yes, exactly. Great. Uh, so maybe let's talk about the testing uh, very high level where the tests that you've proposed, that you've implemented, lay in the like the broad testing spectrum from unit tests to through integration to end-to-end. -to -end, end -to -end. 
what we already have in React Native and like what this whole spectrum looks like. Shimon, do you want to start from the um, unit? Yeah. So uh, until to, until we added those testers and those end-to-end tests, um, the release crew and contributors uh, were testing the React Native in a few ways. First, um, the, there was an internal testing by Meta uh, because if you don't know, uh, there are actually two React Natives. There is one React Native that lives in on a GitHub that is open source, and it is one that lives inside the Meta that Meta use internally. They are very similar, but they are there are difference in some aspects, and Meta is is was testing. Uh, I don't know every PR or every release, but they were testing uh, that internally. We had also uh, the unit test that uh, are running on every every PR, every commit. And also Meta is using the, the React Native in their product. So they are testing it uh, very rarely and they are updating the React Native in the products and they see if something breaks or not. But that's the space for improvements. Yeah, exactly. So, how does this local testing by release crew works? So, when it comes to the release, uh, the release crew um, take the changes to I don't know. Right now, we have uh, React Native zero point seventy two point four, and there were there are some some hot fixes, some big commits, and the release crew have to build. All Aaron tester app in four configuration, in new architecture, old architecture, and in Hermes and in JavaScript core. That takes a lot of time. And after they build this app, they are clicking manually. And as we all know, we are only the humans, and we are doing the mistakes. And also, they are testing Aaron tester, but they are also testing new created app from. React Native, and that's a lot. So this is two apps uh, in in sum up. It's eight configuration that takes a lot of times, and we are actually not quite sure if the release crew doesn't didn't make any any mistakes. Also, I can imagine that adding one small change in one of the components might not result in a bug catchable in the manual uh, tests. Exactly. Like, there are a lot of edge cases with stuff like text input, uh, all of that, components that have a myriad of props, right? Mm -hmm. And those can break in unexpected scenarios. So I guess there there was, (laughs) maybe there still is, a room for improvement to write as many of those scenarios as possible and let the machine do their job. Yes, exactly. And there is one more thing. When you find a bug in one of those dimensions, uh, then you need to retest everything. Mm-hmm. Like the ev- every dimension needs to be retested. You know, if you spend seven hours for testing the old dimensions, you need to do it again. Mm-hmm. And with the automation, you just... Oh, like the start the job and you have it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, maybe let's let's talk about the process of actually uh, figuring out how to approach 
planning for this uh, end-to-end tester app, um, discussions there. When did it all start? So maybe I will start. So we, as Colstack, we are the partners of React Native and we meet very often with the core team and other partners. And we are discussing the, the ideas, what can we improve to make React Native better. And on the one of the meetings, there was the idea that we, we should improve the process of testing. Like manual testing is not ideal. Uh, there, in, in historically, when we look at the, the releases, there were bugs that came because of release crew didn't saw it on when testing. And that's the, that, that was the idea. And one of the solutions for that is introducing end-to-end tests. And that, that was in, in November last year. And, and yeah, we as Colstack involved in that process uh, to, to introduce, initialize end-to-end tests in, re, in errand tester. And yeah, this is how it started. Unfortunately, we have a great quality assurance team here at Colstack. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And from this November, the last year, we start kickoffing our project. We start um, all like the phases. We choose the tool with collaboration with the Meta and the Microsoft guys. And then we start implementing it. And right now we merge it and it's live. Then it's take a lot of time when you see the November, the last year. And yeah. Yep, it is. Um, maybe now is the right time to mention some of those people, to thank them from both Microsoft, Meta, from Colstack as well. Who was involved? Yeah, so so I will start with huge shout out to to the core team. So the Lorenzo, uh, the Ricardo and Nicola uh, from, from core team, they were collaborating with us. They were suggesting the changes. They were reviewing the, this gigantic PR uh, with introducing the end-to-end tests. And of course, to the big, big shout out to the one and only Michal Pioshawa, that is our head of technology. And that was that was his idea to, to collaborate with between Colstack and Core Team. And from QA Team, we start with the... Um, Kick off with the, our, like the core team from our side also, uh, with the Mateusz, uh, Michalet and Adrian Orszulik. We start with collaboration with the six of us. We um, start making the tool and everything. And then when we are go to go with the more, you know, amount of the, of the work, we um, take our open source expert, Shimon and the, uh, another automation QA from the our QA team, Ella, and we start making it live. It takes some time in the group of the people who actually like implement everything, write the codes and test it. Um, and, you know, it's the, a lot of people, but... Yeah, and I guess... I guess it's a fun thing to work with, to find such unoccupied area in React Native Core in open source in big open source project that you can really like plan and invest time. This is not creation of another prop to a component like text input. This is 
just going into unoccupied area and occupy it, right? And to like start doing things from scratch. That's why it takes a lot of time, a lot of planning. And I guess it's live now. So the initial goals of this were to create an end-to-end testing solution for errand tester app so that the issues can be flagged earlier and maybe at all. Maybe they weren't flagged uh, previously and now there are. What can you already see from this tool that is already running on the pipelines? Do you Are you satisfied with the results? Y- yes. <laughs> uh, w- w- right now we finished the first phase. It was uh, implementing the um, framework itself. We have only one component uh, test on the both platform, Android and iOS right now, and everything is working on Circle CI. And this was the goal from the first phase. We have framework. We start uh, writing the more tasks, tests, sorry guys, uh, to cover the like the whole application and also to improve our like the deciding tool if currently if application is good or not mm-hmm. so how much and this will be a very flaky question sorry for that from the beginning but how much do you think you can test with it like the surface area of the whole react native how much of that internal internals can you really test with such an application because like this is an external application that actually tests this is testing the usage of the components right so how much of the internal surface can you test with such application so that's one part of the question and the second part of the question is how far along are you on this spectrum of like testing okay so maybe matter with the first part i will tackle the, the second one okay um we can mostly everything critical. I, I say we can test the critical paths, uh, the positive and the negatives also. Mm, it's tricky because, like you said, this is the React Native Tester app is only to show the components, and when you use React Native in your application, then you also need to test it because when you use yeah. the component, maybe you've wrapped it something. And you need also test it again. But we are sure that the component, like the in isolated environment, are working correctly. Mm-hmm. The next phase of the testing should be in your application. You need to test it again because I don't know. You use some like the communication. Maybe you wrap it with, with something. Then, like I said, components are working good in the environment that uh, React Native provided to you, like mm-hmm. the. To the company who is use it, we yeah. are we will sure that it will not break your application, not make the crashes or application or something like that. It will be works like business As expected. Yes, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. But you cannot like provide guarantee that some very complicated usage of like mm, you know um, combining few different components like this is basically not something that you can foresee and automate because it will be a huge waste of time probably to create, uh, I don't know, 80% of the tests that tests only like 1% of the 
actual yeah, like yeah, expected because usage. when you close uh, to the edge cases you spend a lot of more time that yeah. you know the whole positive path yeah yeah so that's the first part of the question so the first one was let me remind myself <laughs> uh how much can you realistically test through this and you said uh all the uh all the what? All the critical, critical paths. and negative paths. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the second part of the question, how far along are you with testing all of the critical, positive, and negative paths? Yeah, so uh, as Mateusz said, uh, we have finished the initial uh, phase of introducing end-to-end test to end tester. So we have working setup that we will uh, talk about later. Uh, we have work working setup uh, inside React Native repository. The tests are running on every commit, on every PR, but we do not have tests. We do not have actual tests uh, written. We have only one for, I don't know, like button component or something, but we are working on that. We have one person working working full-time on, on writing actual tests, and we will have an umbrella issue to yeah. write actual tests. And that's huge info for those who would like to contribute to React Native repository. Um, and yeah, stay tuned. We'll inform you on the Twitter, uh, on the GitHub that it's happening and you can improve the React Native. Oh yeah, we, we need this uh, like poster with, uh, with this US guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like... Okay, so we have one. It's going to be funny when we release this episode to see how much we we wrote since the recording of this deal. <laughs> but yeah, as of now, as of today, while recording this, we have one test and we're going to create an umbrella issue. Everyone can contribute. Uh, we will be contributing, uh, definitely, our, our, our QA team. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Shimon, you mentioned something that I want to like lean into. Uh, now, which is the tech stack, right? How does it, we talked about what it is, how it works like high level. So let's talk how it works low level. What kind of technologies do we use? Uh, what are the workflows, stuff like that? Walk me through that. Okay, sure. So first I will start that we create a separate package um, because the React Native is the monorepo. So for end-to-end test, uh, we introduce new package, uh, RN tester end-to-end, and it's already on main. Uh, and there live the setup, there lives uh, the actual tests. And if we are talking about tech stack, we chose Appium and, and WebDriver as a tech stack. Later, we'll, we'll talk why we didn't choose other technologies, uh, but for our use case, that was that that was the best, and maybe now I will describe what is actual actually our use case because um, this is a very unique use case uh, because of a few few things. Like for first, um, the test must be run with just runner. Why? Because And that was the kind of request from Meta uh, because they are using just internally. So on the open source side, we also need the uh, jest. The second thing is that this must be the black box testing. So no no changes in RN tester code, just, uh, just writing test and clicking through 
the app and checking. The third, uh, the third thing that we also will talk about later is the support for device farms. So we have uh, plans for uh, for introducing device farms. Right now, everything is run on the emulators and simulators, but soon we'll add the support for device farms. So the test will be run on the actual uh, devices. And this, the last thing that we need to take into account is to that th those tests must be easy to extend to out of three platforms. So as you know, there is su such things like React Native Windows, there is such thing like React Native Mac OS, maybe there will be React Native Vision OS, who knows? Mm -hmm. And and yeah, th this must be really simple to extend those tests those, those tests to to be run on other platforms. Okay, so Mateusz, maybe if I can ask you to briefly, <laughs> at a high level, explain the app you and WebDriver AO. Um, okay, Appium is the server that communicated your code with the application. Simply, like testing code. Like the testing code. Yeah. Simply click in the application, make the swap. This is like the, what this was, very simple. Uh, you can write the test in the Appium itself, but we choose to use the WebDriver AO because it provides a lot of uh, methods and the functions that make the writing the code easier. And it's also um, provide you like the possibility to adding the reporter there and like the other tools that make your, you know, the whole testing process better and more visible. And this is like that. You write the the test in the using the web driver. We write it in the JavaScript. Uh, then this code is through the app, Appium is communicated with the uh, application itself, mm -hmm. and it's working like that. Okay. okay. And one more thing about what Shimon said about the black box. Uh, in black box methodology and approach, you write one test. And from the, from the text, test perspective, it doesn't matter what do you have in the application. It's the same test for the old application, new application, JavaScript, Core, Hermes, everything from like the from the testing perspective is the same application. Mm -hmm. You do not need to change anything in the code. Yeah, you just provide the application that's on on each. The test must be executed. Mm -hmm. This is the black box. Okay. Yeah, and this allows us to to reuse those tests across all configurations. As I said before, there are eight configurations when we sum up, and we can reuse the test, the one test that we wrote. Yeah, you write one test, and you have all like the scenarios yeah. covered for yeah, all yeah, configurations. Yeah. Um. Okay, so walk me through that workflow, actually. Uh, you mentioned this already. Like mm -hmm. something is right, uh, running on on the CI. So yeah, uh, from my contribution to not test, but like to like actual React Native car to text input. Mm -hmm. How uh, how does it go from there? Okay, so right now um, we are running the tests on every commit on every PR. 
you can also run the test locally. We'll show the demo later how to do it. Uh, but yeah, the tests are run on the every commit. And basically, we build the app and we start. We are starting the emulators or simulators, and we are running uh, the the tests on on this new build app with the changes that contributor did. So on every commit, the contributor can see if if he if it's if he or she broke the setup, uh, and. And yeah, that's that's basically it. Uh, as I said before, we'll extend that in future to the device farms, but that's the plans. Okay, okay. So it all seems nice. Like I'm on board. <laughs> I'm gonna start using this. Like this is already in usage, so I don't have to start anything. But like, yeah, it works. Um, What's the darker side of this? What what are the drawbacks of of your approach? What what will you say? Okay. Like the every automation need to meet, meet need to be maintained, okay? With the manual testing, you take the application and you will see that the button is like the you know, the move to the left yep. or something like that. From automation point of view, you need to change it. Then every change in the application, vis visual change it, must to be like the maintain. Then the first like the counts is mm, like the maintaining the application. Mm -hmm. the, the so testing. when the test fails, you have to make a decision if it failed because you made a mistake or if it failed because you changed your code. Yes, exactly, yeah. mm -hmm. and. In the like the you know the Scrum approach to the making the the application, you need also cover the time in the testing. Like the you know you you make the test like the executing automation test, and also in each feature you need to maintain your framework because yeah. Yeah, yeah. without that you are blind. Okay, so so to that I want to like um, circle back to something unmentioned previously. So we mentioned we want everyone to contribute to the test. Exactly. Who's gonna check those PRs? Like I understand the workflow right now in repositories. We have maintainers that like will go through your PR, uh, approve the change, merge the change. Who's gonna do that for tests? Mateusz, is it you? Yes. Currently we are doing it and there is no like the changing it in the next future. Okay. Uh, then we will checking it, maintain it. And so far, like the Shimon said, maybe when the umbrella issue will go live, then we somehow approach different to that. But mm -hmm. currently, we are doing it, and we will do it. Okay. Yeah, and we will probably have the support from the core team. So, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. So you mentioned. Okay, before we jump into alternatives, I was going to talk about alternatives, but maybe let's switch a little bit. Maybe let's talk about the plans for this. What are the next steps that you want to take? You want to create an umbrella issue, you want to take uh, external contributions, what else? Uh, so device firms uh, that I mentioned, and we are planning to introduce other parts of testing. 
So we would like to add the screenshot testing. That's, we, we are doing a research right now. What are we able to do with, with screenshot testing in errand tester? Uh, but, but yeah, that's, that's the one of the idea. And are, do we have any, any other plans then? We want to introduce also testing on your real devices mm -hmm. without the device farm. Because right now, when you execute the test, you test it on the simulator and the mm -hmm. emulator. Like the, the next options you have is starting the real device that you have connected to your uh, to your computer and whichever Android or iOS, just yeah. the real devices. And the next, like the option is using the device farm. It's the same like the div real devices. Mm -hmm. But you have like the you know the list of the hundreds of them. Okay, and those are actual devices, right? Those are not simulators. No, no, the no, devices, no. They right? are real devices in the, you know, I, some server. Room. I guess this is pretty important to have access to all of the devices that are out there uh, along um, among your customer base. Uh, I remember from my experience, like weird bugs on some Samsung. Not to point I'm Samsung, mm -hmm. but like I just remember those those. Really, Times. and it's something like that. Uh, you have, you know, the Android and the iOS platform, and the back is like the platform specific. Yeah. Maybe your like the Android application do not have this bug because it's like the uh, like the op like the Android related. Yeah. And also, like you said, could be like you have five different Android devices, and the four of them are working correctly. Correctly, and, and one the, is breaking. Mm. I remember a talk from React Native EU two or three editions ago when someone from Meta, so I'm sorry, I don't remember who, uh, was talking about road to new architecture and how they have a thousand uh, surfaces and they're enabling new architecture for each of them one at a time. And that sometimes things will break. And they will break only on some particular model of some particular device. And then they would spend weeks and weeks <laughs> trying, trying to, to, to pin it out. So, yeah, this is really important. It's really important to, to have that. Simulators only are good for the first step, right? For, like you said, critical paths. Mm -hmm. But for more detailed testing, we need um, real devices. Um, yeah, last subject that I want to uh, touch on with you, uh, and the last subject is alternatives to to this call, to this uh, tech stack. So right now, if you want to contribute to this, you need to wait for an umbrella issue and for a proof from Mateusz on your PR. <laughs> but you also need to know um, Appium and WebDriver.io. Yeah, why? Can't I just use Detox or Maestro? Okay, so... Uh, or can I? You could. Maybe I will speak about the Detox first. Uh, we want to cover like the old devices and also the real one. And currently, Detox do not support the physical iOS devices, you know, the iPhones, iPads, and so on. Mm -hmm. Then we need to use the simulator and like we speak... Uh, before there could be bugs, we cannot like the you know the blind one spot and say okay everything is good, which out we tested on the real devices, okay? Mm -hmm. Because 
customer use the real devices and this is this was like the you know the showstopper to use that and also uh, detox do not support the device farms then we need to have the you know the devices on our desk and everyone who tested need to have the devices and this was like the you know the showstopper mm-hmm. for the for for the detox do you want to talk about the master? Um, I can, I can. The maestro, a lot of people ask me about maestro when I tweeted about that we introduced the end-to-end test to Aaron Tester. So um, first, maestro doesn't support desktop platforms. And that is that is the thing that, that was totally blocking us because we we have plans to... Potentially, we have plans to run tests on on React Native Windows or React Native macOS. So that's the main, that's the one of the blockers. Maestro also doesn't doesn't support device farms, and this is the second blocker because, as we said, uh, we 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 will uh, run the test on actual devices. And and yeah, the, there is the test. Appium and WebDriver. So Appium and WebDriver is just a old, robust solution that just works. And Maestro and Detox are maybe more hippie. Uh, like they have like better user experience, like Maestro definitely. But they're they are not just as robust as we need mm-hmm. yes, this to be. Like the one year ago, Maestro was you know the starting going to the to the market. Yeah. And there was no, you know, the the methods and, uh, you know, the functionality that have right now. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. And two years on of the course, we need to mention that you've started this nine months ago or eight months ago. So, yeah, definitely. Maestro back then was just a topic on some meetups about this new, new funny thing, how to test and how, yeah, yeah, yeah but I, I get w- that. I think it's nice to say that we test it, like we implement the Maestro there, we check it and we say, okay, maybe... Maybe next time. Maybe next time, <laughs> you know, the two, three years and we'll have it. Okay, I think this is a nice point to to wrap up. I'm going to recap what we talked about. Uh, we have a major improvement to testing in React Native which is an tester end-to-end application. Uh, Shimon and Mateusz told us how the team went from cre- about creating an tester end-to-end application. Uh, we talked about the tech behind the solution, and we, you actually explained to me how this actually works low-level and high-level. Uh, and, dear listeners, you can contribute to this. You can write your own tests, you can reach out to Mateusz and Shimon uh, to discuss how it all works. So I want to thank you guys for coming to the show, to this beautiful uh, Wrocław podcast studio of ours. I want to thank our listeners for uh, sticking with us on the subject about tests. And I want to take 
all the contributors that you mentioned and maybe someone that you didn't mention uh, for helping us get there to help us get to this to this stage of this project and for the contributors that we will meet at react native eu that is happening either right after we air this episode and i want this aired as soon as possible or right before uh this episode uh will be aired uh so yeah thank you everyone let us know what you think about the errand tester And uh, yeah, see you around. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.